Hey everyone, welcome to the latest uh, episode of Happiness and Humans. My name's Matt Phelan and I am live from TEDx uh, Brighton with Lewis Wedlock. Hello Lewis. Hey, what's going on man? Thanks for having me. Thank, well, what a, I mean, we only met yesterday, didn't we? We did, we did, we did. <laughs> we've, just, we've just come out um, of the Brighton, is it the Pavilion or is it the Dome? The Dome, the, Brighton. Dome, the yeah. Brighton Dome. Um, Lewis has been on stage, really inspirational stuff, Lewis. And, Thank you, man. Um, I'd just like you to share, like, what, like uh, t- what was the title of what you were talking about today? So the title, unofficially but also officially, was um, The Divinity and Multiplicity of Authentic Masculinity. So it's kind of uh, taking inspiration from Mr. G, who's the person who kind of curated that section, who's a spoken word poet, um, and really just taking the time to unpack and explore masculinity from a place of authenticity, which is something that you know, I don't think he's spoken about or, or talked about enough. Yeah, and we've, we talked a lot today about like why people do what they do. Like when you're on stage and I'd check Lewis's stuff out and it, it'll be live soon, there's an absolute intensity yeah. of what you do, right? Yeah. And everyone that's there trying to bring the people who are listening on the podcast, you just, it's like, even if there wasn't a spotlight on you, it's like this intensity just brings everyone's attention in. Thank you. Where's that, where does that come from? You're not faking it. That's, I can no. see that. I can feel it. Everyone in the room can feel it. Where's that coming from? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think I've always, as a young kid, I've been quite socially anxious at times. But I always ask my mum and my grandparents, I've always felt most safe and confident in front of people talking elements of truth. That's where I can be the most honest I've, I've found from a young person. So I was in like, not theatre as a young person, but I, you know, I loved to sing. I loved to kind of act. Um, I almost very, very almost did acting as a sort of career path at one point because I loved that whole process. But I think uh, the intensity, it's a self-reflection thing. I know what I am on who I am and what I bring the space I know what's made me me and what is making me me so I think when you have that as a foundation it's just really not easy to channel but it's it's nice to, to jump in and feel safe in that space knowing that you are being who you are and I think yeah it, it, it comes across um, so I'm very glad that you said that and that's a big big compliment for me so thank you no worries and the thing that I've got my children to come along and, and watch mm. you today yeah mm-hmm. uh, you've thank had a little you. chat with them now yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing that um I found is the toxic masculinity piece that we talked mm. about and you talked about. What I found fascinating is you told a story um, about catcalling. I think it was at a school, was yes. it at a school? Yeah. Can you just reshare that story? Because I yeah. think it's really powerful. Yeah, of course. So for context for the listeners, I, I run masculinity groups in schools in Bristol. Um, and I was working with this particular group, a group of year nines in inner city Bristol, talking to them about patriarchy, misogyny, what it is, how it looks like, certain behaviours, etc. And there was an incident where there were some kids passing the school that I teach at, or sometimes facilitate at, um, who were catcalling some teachers uh, at the end of the school day. And the guys that were in our masculinity group kind of took them to the side and were like, listen, like, you know, we don't do that here, and here's why we do that. It's, it's patriarchal masculinity, this is what it looks like, you know, and it's almost kind of giving this education in a sense, but as 14-year-olds, 13-year-olds in the space and kind of holding each other accountable. Um, and you know, that happened like very recently before traveling out to, to, to Brighton to deliver this piece. And it was just a really nice reflection of the work that obviously we do in Bristol, but actually seeing that it has an impact and a transferable sort of application to our young people. Yeah. So yeah. 
And do you find, because obviously you work with young people, mm. people often talk about different generations, right? About how they're brought up and raised. Like you're here with experienced business people, but you're also working with children. Yeah. Is there a generational difference or is that overplayed? Are, have we got as work as hard with the, the younger generation as the older generation or what, what's your view on that? I think, that, I mean, this is only from the observations that I've got in, in my specific work, but you know, I think the generational difference that could be the difference between this gen and maybe older gens is that exposure to what patriarchal masculinity is and having a label. So we spoke yesterday at dinner I don't know, about the importance of labels and kind of helping us locate who we are and what we do. And I think patriarchal masculinity as a label is becoming more accessible to our young people and it's transferable in a way that's, you know, it's in their language, it's in their slang, it's in their way of being and living. So if it's in that space, then they can utilise that in a way that's healing and cathartic for them, but also metabolising a lot of that pent-up expectations of what masculinity is or what masculinity isn't. So I think that's the difference. We've got the opportunity now as a generation to speak to our young people. This is what we've learned. This is what we think is is needed. This is what we feel is right and giving them the space to do that. Yeah. The piece of introspection that you've given me and I think about, something I think about a lot but you've focused my mind on it. I think, correct me if I misquote you, right? This is, I write this down, which is something like you can't accept others until you accept yourself. Yeah. Um, write that straight down mm-hmm. and I think even as a father I look at I look at myself and I look at the way that I treat my son mm-hmm. and I also look at the way I was raised and, and sport and things like that where um, we spoke a lot of the speakers today spoke, spoke about the importance of emotions yeah. and it's almost like from day one as boys we are taught not to have those emotions like the first time you fall down in a football match you're told mm-hmm. to get up yeah. not to be a wimp Mm-hmm. The, the worst one uh, don't be a pussy mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff that we are taught um, from such a young age mm-hmm. and then having to just focus my I actually have to make not that I would say that extreme to my son mm-hmm. but I have to talk to myself into, in my head to make sure I don't repeat yes. um, stuff in the past and these labels help me mm-hmm. can you t- I, can you talk us more about accepting yeah. yourself? Because I just thought that was such a big point that, to share with the listeners. Yeah, I think the, the whole analogy around acceptance is I think a lot of the time masculinity is a, is a sort of pursuit of acceptance. We act certain ways as men because really deep down we're trying to be accepted by each other. But the way in which we become accepted by each other is often our own detriment. Mm. <laughs> so I think acceptance of, of yourself is recognising your authentic, honest energy and using that as the way to communicate. Um, so it's kind of bypassing that need to be and just being. Um, I think that's, that, you know, that, that's when I was writing that piece, that was what I was trying to get at was the power of just being as opposed to acting and there's a difference is, you know, being, there's no friction, there's no, there's no tension, it just is. Whereas yeah. being, you know, mm, I've got to put this voice on today, I've got to be this way, I've got to act this way. And it often comes at your own expense. So yeah. I think, you know, where acceptance is concerned, that's kind of how I position it in that sense. And I think that, that leads me on to my last question, sort of links up what we were both talking about, because that's the bit that really hit home with me, is that we will trade mm. what we think ourselves and our own feelings for acceptance, and mm. the cost of that is huge. Yes. Um, and just for our listeners, I know it's, um, you're more in, you're in the educational system and mm-hmm. we're working with businesses. Of course. If, you, um, if you're one of the listeners and you were a CEO, mm-hmm. um, 
or a HR director mm. and you were trying to address the same issues that you're trying to address in schools yeah. um, have you got any advice from from you from what you've learned for for them on how to, to start on this journey yeah I think everything whether it's a business whether it's a school whether it's a you know football team you know change starts with you so I think holding yourself to the same account you would your business is a very very big sort of transferable uh, point in that sense looking at yourself as you would you know your, your, maybe your financial records or your marketing strategy and looking at okay where's the scope for growth here or the scope for understanding this better understanding that better so that you then become that change and then that then sort of filters down within your organizational space whenever we work with schools for example that are interested in making quote-unquote change we always say we're not looking changing the structure by looking at the structure we're thinking about changing the structure by looking at you as individual beams in that larger building so it starts with you your ideas what you think why you think it how you've come to think that and then looking at ways in which you can reverse engineer where applicable those processes um, yeah that's how i would approach it wow lewis you're an incredible human i want to leave Likewise. it there Likewise. thank you thank you so much cheers no worries